Aloha and welcome to the opening episode of Cancer Answers Talk Story. I'm your host Heather Ifeth and just to give you a brief background about what to expect this season because our theme is focused on cancer, uh, cancer patients and bringing their perspective to the forefront, um, the challenges that they have experienced and um, also what really made them resilient and these are really important stories to highlight. Um, joining me today for the opening episode, it's an honor for me to be joined by Dr. Neoto Ueno, who is the director of the University of Hawaii Cancer Center. He is also a two-time cancer survivor and has spent 15 years in leadership and has also 30 years of experience in education and research. Dr. Ueno, thank you so much for sparing time for right. this interview. Thank you very much for the opportunity to talk. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, Dr. Ueno, how, now you, I mentioned in my introduction how you are a two-time cancer survivor, mm -hmm. and now you're also a director of the University of Hawaii Cancer Center. Right. So how does your past experience being a cancer survivor tie with the mission of the University of Hawaii Cancer Center and your vision as the cancer center director? Well, our mission is to reduce the burden of the cancer of Hawaii and uh, really the U.S. affiliated Pacific Island, with, and including understanding the culture and uh, really trying to take the research to the community and community including the patients. So what I could tell you is uh, as a cancer survivor, uh, my reason for me standing or sitting here is because many people's uh, contribution to research and research meaning developing drug, understanding the disease, uh, conducting clinical trials. And I myself has gone through clinical trials and, and I also conducted clinical trials that which actually end up receiving that treatment. So right. without those progress, uh, you know, I don't think I would be here. And I think my vision is really going through this process as a cancer patient. Um, we always have a fragmented care mm -hmm. and we talk about patient center, but my really goal is to really a research driven patient care. Mm -hmm. And then research doesn't mean it's supposed to be like a pig guinea, piggy, uh, guinea pig, but yeah. uh, we're talking about really making a difference with the latest treatment so that you get the best out of uh, from the research and also standard care. So that's what really I like to see down the road. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, because you were, you were a cancer survivor, so how did cancer personally change you as a person? How did you look at it differently? So, I, you know, so that question is commonly asked and I, I don't think I ch change myself too much in terms okay. of my personality or the only difference is that I do recognize I have to live uh, as a as a person that was a fullest extent. Right. Uh, and it's easy to say, but until you really face a very fatal situation, mm -hmm. it's very difficult to understand what, what that means. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, in life, there are a lot of time that you spend with different things that's, you know, it could be a waste of your time, but at the end, it's really about what do you want in your life and do you, are you living at the fullest extent? That's the question I keep asking myself. Yeah. So I think I didn't change, but uh, I recognize on day-to-day -day basis that I'm going to do my best with what I really want to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's pro and I, I, it may not give the results, but that's how I live. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And mm -hmm. what, what kind of cancer did you have? So one is sarcoma. 
Okay. And then a sarcoma called MFH, which was in the left thigh. Mm -hmm. And the other one is called myelodysplastic dysplastic syndrome. Uh, that's like a pre-leukemia condition. It's not leukemia, but it's one step be, uh, behind uh, the leukemia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And did and did this cancer recur in your in your life? So MFH, well MF, well it didn't recur in myself. So MFH is high risk for recurrence. Okay. So so we have to do an intensive monitoring. So that was in my forties. Actually, I had this uh, MDS. Myodysplex syndrome is incurable. Mm -hmm. uh, it is basically a dysfunction of the bone marrow and it transforms into leukemia. So currently I don't have MDS mm -hmm. uh, and the reason is I end up doing stem cell transplant. So I swap out entire system by giving high dose chemotherapy and taking other people's blood system into my body. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Right. And and did you ever participate, because I think you did mention, you did participate in a clinical trial to help you with cancer. Correct. So how did a clinical trial help you and why do you think that these trials are important? Uh, so it didn't help, actually. It didn't really? work. It didn't work. But the thing I want you to understand is, with MDS, you have two patterns of potential death. Mm -hmm. You die slowly because it's incurable technically. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the only way if you want to get a cure mm -hmm. is to go to bone marrow stem cell transplantation. Uh, so, so you try many different treatment and um, potentially you may live longer, but you're pretty much what we call transfusion dependent. Mm. Okay. Um, and then it transforms to leukemia eventually. That's okay. one approach. The other approach is to, uh, you have a high chance of dying through the procedure, but you go through stem cell transplant and you aim for the cure. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the, the clinical trial I participated was, uh, it's a target called IDH2. Mm -hmm. So it's a genetic changes I had with my disease mm -hmm. and they were developing a new, new drug, IDH2 inhibitor. And so there were some promising result coming out. So that was already known. Mm -hmm. It wasn't established yet. And I, because I had IDH2 mutation, I, I qualified for it. And I did this before the transplant. I did it before transplant because I wasn't really ready to take a risk. But mm. if this is really the, the drug that really could put myself into a well-controlled disease or even long-term without a transplant, then th that's great, right? Yeah. So uh, it was completely what we call experimental, mm -hmm. but... Uh, it was a really, I decided to take a you know, chance understanding the side effect and maybe potential benefit. There was no guarantee of benefit, okay? Yeah. And so I decided to do it, but, and, and I have no regret doing it and I experienced some side effects and at the end it didn't work, but it was one of my choices. So I was always constantly looking for clinical trials. Because you mentioned, this is interesting you mentioned this because um, you said that the clinical trial did not work because mm -hmm. you had an incurable cancer. Right. But many people um, are reluctant to participate in clinical trials mm -hmm. that uh, for the cancers that have a cure. Mm -hmm. So for those patients, what would you like to tell them in terms of participating yeah. in clinical trials? Right. So even with cur curable or non-curable, mm -hmm. it is very important to explore clinical trials. And ultimate reason is uh, 
there is not a perfect cancer treatment. You know, we think we have a great cancer treatment. Your doctor is definitely trying your best, and that's called a standard care. If standard care guarantees 100% outcome, right, everybody gets a cure yes. or get a controlled disease, there is no need for clinical trials. Mm -hmm. But you have to know the statistic, actually. Many of the cancer does not have the greatest statistics, and we could do better, yeah. right? And clinical, there's many different type of clinical trials. Yes. Some of the clinical trials, it's, it's built on the standard care. So they mm -hmm. try to improve something, mm -hmm. right? And some is completely new, right? And depending on your health condition, you know, if you're early disease, nobody wants to do completely experimental, yeah. right? And then, but if it's something that you build on and there may be opportunity to do even better, if yeah. it's perfect, you're not going to participate. So my message to the community or the patient is that regardless of your stage of your cancer, you need to know, you know, where your disease is going. And then you need to ask question, is there a clinical trial opportunity? Mm -hmm. Because clinical trials gives you hope and potential of doing better. Now it is experimental. Yeah. And if you, if you're not a, if you're not a risk taker at all, zero risk tolerance, then I think it's not a, it may not be, it may not fit your need, but at least you should have the knowledge about mm -hmm. what opportunity exists. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. And um, being the director of the University of Hawaii Cancer Center, mm -hmm. like the University of Hawaii Cancer Center also has many clinical trials to right. offer. So what are some of those trials? And do you think like it's important? Why do you think it's important for our catchment area, which is the Pacific, to, to participate in these trials, in your view? That is being provided by the UH Cancer Center. Right. So we have many clinical trials mm -hmm. for many different diseases. Uh, it doesn't cover everything and yeah. we want to increase the portfolio more, but I think it's important to participate because here, comparing to the mainland, even if I say there's many, it's not relatively, it's on the lower side. Right. Right. So, so low doesn't mean that you shouldn't be interested about it because yeah. if there is an opportunity, you should look carefully that whether this is a, you know, something that it will suit you or not. Yeah. And, and. And given that we have many unique disease, right? And then some of the unique disease, uh, including like breast cancer and lung cancer, behaving more aggressively with a certain ethnicity, particularly like native Hawaiians, I think it's important to really look into these clinical trials because I already told you that our treatment is not perfect. And, yeah. and uh, so this is an opportunity to learn and opportunity to uh, participate is the way I see it. Yeah. yeah. And you never know, it might even benefit you, you know? That is, so. that is correct. Yeah. I mean, we, we can't generally, you know, guarantee the, the benefit, right? But, uh, but the thing is, as I said, many of the clinical trial is not like completely experimental. You build up on the existing treatment. So the worst is it, you just end up getting a standard care. But the right. best is that you may add something really new that would help you a lot actually exactly exactly and um i'm curious to know how did you, how did your family support you during your journey while you were going through cancer and did you have a good support system at home i did have a good support i i i'm actually highly anxious you know my anxiety level goes up real high like oh. you know it's not like because i'm a yeah. physician I, yeah. I was a good patient i was quite a bad patient actually mm -hmm. because 
I have knowledge, okay? I even know how to look up really things in details. Yes. Right, and then uh, so therefore, I probably could pull out more massive information than regular patient, mm. but that didn't help me a lot. It is actually end up being more chaos because you have too much information, right? True. And then you could overinterpret or underinterpret things. So, you know, my wife is always kind of angry well, not angry, but she was like always spanking me that, you know, <laughs> listen to me, okay? Yes. You're getting addicted to Google. <laughs> so, um, so that I think that in that sense, yeah. you know, uh, I, I think I had a good, good support from the family member and my wife particularly. It was very helpful. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So thank you so much, Dr. Uh, Weno. I did have um, a few questions just mm -hmm. to uncover your personal side. So okay. uh, let's see. Um, if we can get to know you better. Um, so you've moved to Hawaii. So what's your favorite beach here? Lanikai. Lanikai Beach? Yes. And what color matches your personality? Yellow. Yellow. Why so? I don't know why. But <laughs> I like yellow. You like yellow. And then what's your favorite cuisine? Steak. Steak. Okay. <laughs> and... A skill you would... I, you may have thought I like Japanese, but I like steak. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. And a skill you would like to master? That's a good question. I was thinking about surfing, but I, it, it's always on my topic, but it hasn't happened, actually. Yeah, I wish that too, but I don't even know how to swim. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought so... that you don't know how to... You don't need to be... You don't yeah. need to know how to swim to yeah. even do surfing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the best thing about being... A parent being a parent mm -hmm. oh it's good to be in a mess actually <laughs> <laughs> and, well what yeah. I mean by is that um, it's always good to see you know mm -hmm. your ki kids grow and then you know it's, it's you think that the kid grows and it becomes easy it doesn't get easy and it's kind of fun because you know, you see the kid and it's like, God, I did the same stupid thing. And yeah. then this kid is doing the same thing again, actually. Yeah, and then, yeah. You know, you, you don't get any more you, smart. You kind of like see yourself in, 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 the, in yes. the child. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Weno, for joining okay. me for this conversation. That is all for now, listeners. If you would like to know more about the mission of the University of Hawaii Cancer Center, or if you want to participate in any of our clinical trials, you can visit our website at uhcancercenter.org. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.